The Mind Aware, 845. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You are listening to Positive Mindset for Entrepreneurs. I'm so happy you're here. This is the show where you discover how to leverage the power of mindset to build your business faster. And by the way, side note, I've seen so many of you coming on board with the Positive Mindset Entrepreneurs free daily newsletter lately, and writing back and just saying really positive comments and you know, getting on board and doing all of those I am's and I do and I'm ready to go and you know who you are. And so I just wanted to give you a shout out because it's just been such a joy to read those emails that come back from the newsletter that we send out. If you're not getting the newsletter yet, definitely go check it out at DanaWild.com slash mantra. DanaWild.com slash mantra, M-A-N-T-R-A and you will know what all the excitement is about. So today, I want to tell you a little story because it really sparked some interest in me about how to stop stressing. What? Who stresses? (laughs) It's really like chronic, isn't it, in our culture, this whole stress culture, overwhelm culture. And this story really hit me in so many ways. So I, I just want to read. I, I don't even know if this is a true story or not, but it was such a good little, almost let's call it a parable or something. Here's how it goes. It's a once upon a time story. Once upon a time, there was a psychology professor and she walked on stage and she was teaching stress management principles to a whole auditorium that was filled with students. And so she raised a glass of water And everyone, of course, expected her to be asked, is this half full or half empty? Like everybody asks. But instead, she said with a little smile on her face, how heavy is this glass of water that I'm holding? So students started shouting out answers and they're saying like, you know, eight ounces, a couple of pounds, you know, three ounces, all these different answers. And after the room quieted down, she replied, Well, from my perspective, the absolute weight of this glass doesn't really matter. What really matters is how long I hold it. Because if I hold it for a minute or two, it's fairly light. But if I hold it for an hour straight, then the weight might make my arm sag or ache. If I'd hold it for a day straight, my arm would likely cramp up, be completely numb and paralyzed. I'd have to drop the glass to the floor. But in each case, the weight of the glass doesn't change. It's just about how long I hold on to it. And the longer I hold on to it, the heavier and heavier it feels. And of course, the class shook their heads and she continued, your stresses and worries in life are very much like this glass of water. Think about them for a little while. Not such a big deal, right? Think about them longer and you begin to ache. Think about them all day long and you feel completely numb and paralyzed, incapable of doing anything else until you drop them. And I just loved this story because there's a couple of points I want to make about it that I thought this is just so applicable and so true for the way we live our lives. That if you do hold on to stress and the longer you hold on to stress, the more and more paralyzing it becomes. And if this is true, 
And if we know this, because now that we've kind of, she's made the point in her story and I'm reiterating the point, and most of us hearing that are going like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I get that. I don't want to hang on to my stresses. I want to let go of my stresses. And so why don't we just stop stressing? Why don't we just stop stressing? Because we know we, it's not like anybody needs to tell us, oh, stress is bad for you and all of this stuff. It's everywhere we read about it. So here are a couple of bits that I want to share with you as this story as the jumping off point. The first one is that it's challenging to quote unquote, stop anything because your mind thinks in pictures. And so when you see, and I did it on purpose, you might know this particular episode was called Stop Stressing. And it got your attention, I bet, because our mind thinks in pictures and we think in our problems. We tend to focus on our problems. And so when you think in pictures, when the mind thinks in pictures, when you want to stop something, your brain only sees the thing that you don't want and it makes it bigger, makes more of it. What? Sufficiently confused? (laughs) Let me explain it a little bit better, okay? Here's what I mean. I'm going to put this another way and I'm going to give you some examples. Because your brain thinks in pictures, what I really mean is your brain thinks in nouns. It matches the noun in a sentence. So if I say to you, don't think of a pink elephant, the first thing you think of is a pink elephant, because that is the noun in that sentence. Don't think of a yellow turtle. Don't think of a green dog. I could do this all day long. And every time you hear that noun, you think of it. And so this is why when some people are making mantras or some people are talking about affirmations, you might see things that that sound like I'm out of debt, but your brain only sees the word debt and visualizes the word debt and matches the word debt. So instead, you're looking for something that you want your brain to match, like I'm financially free. That's something really light and positive and your brain can match that instead. You hear people say, I want to quit smoking or even I quit smoking. Like they want to say it past tense because they want it to be a more perfect mantra. The challenge is your brain only sees the word smoking. So instead, you want to say something like, I have healthy habits or I'm not busy anymore, or I'm less busy. You want to ideally say, my schedule is relaxed and easy. And we're talking about perfect language here. So sometimes on the show, when you're hearing me do a rant, or you're hearing me do a transitory statement or coaxing language, we might use some of this imperfect language, because we're trying to ease ourselves into closer and closer to more perfect language. So you might hear me sometimes in a rant on the show say things like, I'm getting less busy, I'm feeling better and better about my schedule, I'm noticing I'm, I'm not as busy anymore. I mean, I don't know if I really say that exact thing, but you get the idea. Like you might hear me fudging on the language just a little bit, because we're easing ourselves into perfect statements like this. When you really get up to speed, with your emotional momentum, these perfect language statements feel fantastic. So the better you feel, the more you are feeling really, really good and connected and free and happy and allowing and opening up your heart and really in that high flying place, 
the easier it is to say things like, I'm financially free. It just feels like so good to say it. So that's going to lead me right into my next point. First of all, if someone says stop stressing, right? Like the story kind of point of this uh, professor's story or like the graphic that we created for the show, the only thing your brain sees is stress. So instead, you want to flip that script. And what this story didn't say, and this was mainly why it caught my attention was because I wanted to make the counterpoint, is that equally true is if you are intentionally thinking positive thought, that's also going to gain momentum. Think positive thought for a little bit, you're going to feel a little shift. Think positive thought for an hour, you're going to feel more of a shift. Think positive thought for a day, you're going to get some real serious emotional momentum. So it works in reverse, positive emotional momentum. Abraham Hicks actually talks about a rule, they call it the 16 to 17 second rule. And what it means is if you think of any positive thought, any positive sentence for 16 to 17 seconds, you will automatically start thinking of other thoughts. Your brain is wired that it wants to connect the dots between thoughts. So if you think one positive thought over and over again for a very short while, your brain wants to connect it to another positive thought. So it's kind of scanning your resources in your brain and it's pulling in another positive thought. Now, sometimes you can't think of other positive thoughts. And so you don't need to think of other positive thoughts. You just need to have one sentence that feels good. And if you say that sentence over and over again for 16 to 17 seconds, your brain will think of the rest of them. So whatever the topic is, you might want to use the it's so easy trick. Let's say you want to get more clients. It's so easy to find clients. It's so easy to attract clients. And you don't need to think of another sentence. You just need to say that sentence for 15, 16, 17, 18 seconds. And then your brain will want to connect the dots to another sentence. And if you can keep that going for one minute, you're on your way. And if you can keep that going for three minutes, you're really on your way. And just like the glass that the professor was holding up, if you can keep going and keep going and keep going, you will see that it gets lighter and easier and more and more positive momentum. So isn't that awesome? Don't you just love that? Positive emotional momentum. So if you are trying to make more money, it's so easy to make money, right? And sometimes it makes you even just smile a little because it feels kind of ludicrous. I know some people use this for when they want to lose weight. And it's like, I've been trying to lose weight for 40 years. <laughs> and you're telling me I just have to go, it's so easy to lose weight. And it's good if it makes you smile a little bit or lighten up. Because if you say that for 15 or 20 seconds and don't fight against it, your brain will fill in the dots with other ideas. If you do this for three days, if you think positive thoughts so that you gain positive emotional momentum and you are doing it in your spare time for 72 hours for three days, then your reticular activating system kicks in and you start to see evidence in the outside world that it's working. So the first evidence you get is the positive emotional momentum that you feel. And the second evidence you get is something in the physical world that comes on your radar. 
your reticular activating system pulls it out. Okay? Positive emotional momentum. Think those thoughts for a short while. Think those thoughts that are easy. It's so easy to think better thoughts. It's so easy to connect the dots. It's so easy to think one positive thought after another. It's so easy to allow my brain to do the work. It's so easy to be a brain trainer. It's so easy to feel good. I love feeling good and I'm doing this more and more. And it's so easy to do this every day and to eke out the times when I think these positive thoughts and allow my brain to do the rest. It's so easy. You've totally got this.